0: what is up guys and welcome back to another episode of what the l i am your host l and hopefully i am making your friday a little bit better and today i have a very special guest jason
1: thanks for having me
0: i'm so excited for you being here jason jason is one of my friends jason when did we meet
1: um maybe freshman and sophomore year of college
0: mm. No. Well, no. I think I knew of you. Okay. Well, maybe we didn't actually meet. I just kind of like FBI <laughs> agent. It's me? Yeah. Well, no. Mutual also, friends. well, also you dated my friend. Ooh.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure which friend. But
0: <laughs> you dated my friend, but we'll just leave that. Yeah. At that. Up to discretion. But um, yeah, so Jason is just somebody that honestly I admire oh. and somebody who has like a great mindset and he he is all about leveling up and I feel like he constantly is able to level up in his life and I want some of you guys to maybe take away something that he has to say because he he inspires me and I think he can inspire all of you and so hopefully... We can talk today about Jason's story and just how to personally grow and how we're just going to be real today. We're just going to talk about some real stuff. So to kick things off, Jason, can you share a moment with me when you realized that you needed to make some changes in your life, like things weren't going good for you and like you needed self-improvement? Like, did you ever have that moment or was it always just like you always are just continually striving to do better?
1: No, uh I would say it definitely started um in college, first year of college, freshman year. I was uh straight out of high school and I had high ambitions for soccer, but I ended up not going anywhere as really with it. And uh I was I knew I wanted to do something in the medical field. So I started out at UL and uh had a girlfriend at the time and she went to LSU, so did all my friends and you know just like my world changed, you know. From high school we were all together and everything and then all of a sudden I just didn't really have any friends around here and then nothing was really going my way you know high school I was always really good in the soccer so I kind of had that praise and then freshman year of college like the only thing going for me was like honestly not much was gone for me I was working at a grocery store uh, wait what grocery Super store one in Youngsville
0: I didn't know that <laughs> yeah I was
1: working <laughs> at a grocery store I was just going to school classes and that was it and uh It really felt like a dead end, like there wasn't really much going for me. Um, So that summer uh, was the first summer that I uh, got to go to the beach. And going to the beach was... Uh, like
0: your first time ever going to the beach is what you To work saying? at the beach. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think you need to info, specify that. Yeah,
1: background info. Me and L worked at the beach in uh, Destin, Florida together. Yes. And uh, we Great would, summer.
0: We will be doing... I will be doing it again.
1: <laughs> yeah, this will be my last summer, but... No,
0: wait. Last summer was your last yeah, summer? Yeah. Th-
1: <gasps> yeah, I'm done. I applied to graduate schools and everything. Oh, yeah, already. that's true. He's going to be yeah. a
0: big boy. I'm still... <laughs> I'm still, like, following through life right now. But Jason's, like yeah just what i'm saying he's all about leveling up but you know
1: yeah so i uh that was my first year going to the beach and uh out here i live with my parents still because it's close to school me and as well so that was my first like real like experience you know getting out of the house and uh i feel like that kind of forced me to start to have some growth and uh Yeah, just like being by myself, having to cook for myself, having to do everything for myself for the first time that all my friends might have done like their first year of college, you know, that I haven't. So that that was kind of like the spark of it. And then from there, I just I I wanted to I've always had good discipline, you know, with soccer and working out and stuff like that. So I kind of just translated it to, to myself and like seeing like a little bit of growth. You just want more, you know. Yeah. And so just that independence, I guess, is what sparked it.
0: I don't know, Jason, it's weird because you say that you felt like your freshman year, like you had nothing going for you. But like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I've just, I feel like it's crazy how like different people can perceive things. Mm -hmm. Like how we as like humans perceive ourselves versus other people. Because like whenever I always have seen you, I've always, like I said, you've always been somebody that I've admired. And like, I always like, I literally show I was like showing my mom who I'm podcasting with and I'm like look at him he's always smiling like literally <laughs> in his like workout videos in his TikTok videos you can follow him on TikTok. I don't know his exact TikTok. What's your exact TikTok?
1: Uh Jay Doozy? Yeah, whatever that <laughs> yeah D-U-Z. yeah he's
0: like a little TikTok famous. No. Um and he's just like always smiling even whenever he's like actually like chest pressing. Like what <laughs> who who smiles during that? And he's just like so. always happy. But the thing is like he felt like his freshman year. He said he was like felt like it was a dead end. But it's just like my freshman year whenever I was like not that we were like I don't know. I don't really think we were friends freshman year, mm-hmm. but like we always knew who we each other were, but we weren't like, I don't know, whatever. But the point is, I've just always perceived Jason as somebody like like he's got to figure it figured out. And so it's just like funny yeah. how you felt like you were like not in a happy place at that time but i've always like seen him as somebody who just like jason's just taken care of like he's good he's got like he's got it all figured out like he knows how to season chicken really good (laughs) because he always helped me and my best friend Lyndon season our chicken because we are terrible (laughs) at cooking
1: that's a whole other story (laughs) we are terrible
0: at cooking and he would always come help us yeah it was a struggle we (laughs) we are not chefs but but Jason really helped us. But
1: Yeah, I think the perception thing is really, really important because, I mean, yeah, in my head, nothing was going on for me. But in the greater scheme of things, some people could not be in college, could, you know, just have absolutely no clue what they want to do. Like, I at least had some vision, you know. But in my head, like, I was, like, doing terrible. So, yeah, the perception is really huge when it comes to that.
0: Do you feel like you face, like, a lot of fears and, like, doubts?
1: Um, I'd say the more I've grown in my faith, not really. Like, um, I'd say I went on a mission trip, um, last semester, um, in the spring. And ever since then, I've, I've, I've gotten a lot more into my faith because I was with a lot of people who are pretty virtuous and pretty devout to the Catholic faith. And, uh, as I grow more in my faith, I, I realize like everything is God's plan. So mm-hmm. I, I really, even if something doesn't go the way I think it should, like. I don't doubt myself because i know god if if i if my intentions are true with god then it will work out in some way or another
0: literally so like wise literally this is why he's here this is why he's here this is like like jason is a reminder to me that there are great guys our age who will like who are they're good like he jason we love jason (laughs) Everyone Thanks. loves Jason.
1: That's not true.
0: Yes it is. <laughs> I feel like it's so true. Like I don't I feel like Jason is just like an unscathed like he you just remain unscathed.
1: Thanks. That's a compliment. <laughs> I don't
0: <laughs> you That's know what that means
1: particular un, particularly unique compliment I've never heard that but
0: yeah I've never I just came my intrusive thoughts one
1: <laughs> but um
0: so Jason we all have like faced doubts and fears can yeah. you describe a time to me whenever you felt like stuck or unsure or even scared about making a change like how did you overcome those feelings like whenever you were talking about your freshman year like how did you make that leap to get over these, or it's like to make the change? Mm-hmm.
1: So I think um, sometimes there isn't a real formula to it. You know, you just got to take action. And that's kind of the hardest thing. Like, I'd, I'd say a lot of the more successful people in the world, they just know how to take action. Like, yeah, a plan's, a plan's very important, but you'll stand there with analysis paralysis, thinking about it constantly. You know that what
0: I mean? is a term I never heard. I like that. Yeah, like, I'm gonna steal that.
1: You, you'll constantly be analyzing like, oh, what could go wrong, what could go wrong, that you'll never make take the action. If you don't take the action, then nothing's ever gonna happen. So I
0: feel like that's kind of something I actually really struggle with, analysis paralysis. I do
1: too, definitely, yeah.
0: I've, I'm definitely, like that's very nice to know that that is a real thing because I struggle with overthinking constantly.
1: Yeah, and I think it's it's easier said than done. But the easiest way to get out of overthinking is to just do, whether you know if it's yeah, like work one, out two, three, not. do. Yeah, like yeah, that's you can't even think. I, I got this from uh, the dude from um,
0: David Gog. Ga- no, not David. No, <laughs> David Goggins, Ga- <laughs> stay hard.
1: Yeah, him too. No, but uh, Steve O from uh, Steve
0: O, Jack,
1: mm, you know what I mean? Jack. Jackass. Oh yeah. Yeah. From Jackass, uh, Steve O. He says all the stunts that he would do, he would just say, three, two, one, go. And, like, it's yeah. so he does some ridiculous things. And, like, no matter what, on go, you have to do it.
0: No, that's, like, honestly <laughs> the best thing because sometimes I feel like you just need to three, two, one, go. Like I can't. Yeah, and
1: this isn't saying just like send whatever without thinking. Yeah, at all. send whatever
0: without like thinking. Yeah, because that
1: could lead to not you know, Pretty saying. bad things, but not
0: what we're saying at all.
1: But sometimes, if you've if you've analyzed something pretty well, and you're just still stuck because you're like, oh, this one thing could go wrong. You know, there's risk to reward. So right. I say, oh, I heard something the other day. It was like, um, the biggest risk, the biggest risk that we have is not. Is not taking any risks at all because like oh who said that i think it was like fuck, steve jobs maybe because it was like everything is ever changing so like if you're not taking risks that's more risky than taking risks right i don't know it's, it's hard to no to get your head around it but
0: it it makes sense but
1: because like there without risk there's no reward you know you have to take some risks so
0: exactly and something else about jason i feel like you have like great work ethic and discipline can you tell like the viewer or somebody listening who may be struggling with like coming forming a good routine for themselves I just feel like during the summer whenever I saw you you were like I mean, you did have to be up at like what five thirty in the morning, yeah, but I mean, you just had like such a good routine for yourself, and I was always like, Damn, I wish i I wish I was like on the ball like Jason, yeah, and I just feel like he has like a good routine, and mm-hmm. what would you do? what would you tell somebody listening who struggles with coming up with a good routine?
1: I mean, there's infinite resources to to come up with the, with the routines, you know, it's just to do them um. I'd say start simple a lot like a lot of people including myself overcomplicate things when I first got into self-improvement I would try to wake up like You know, I still wake up at five o'clock, but I would wake up at five o'clock. Like, this was during the summer and uh, Before work or anything and I would try to do these all these things like journal meditate stretch do all these elaborate things just so I have a productive day, but as long as you have certain things that are gonna move the needle for the day. Like, so you have certain things you wanna get done in your life. If you make sure the most important things are done in that day, planned out on a piece of paper then your stay is going to be productive. You know what I mean? And your life's ultimately going to be productive. Um, I mean, it's nice to add in those extra things like stretching and meditating and stuff like that, but they're not absolutely necessary. You know, just the things that are going to move the needle in your life are necessary. So if you could work those things in, that would be awesome. But for the person that doesn't have a routine, I would say just start with a few things. You know, first off, trying to wake up early without without snoozing your alarm that's that's the first oh, first, I, first one of the day you know
0: i made that mistake this morning you already
1: you already lost before you even No, woke that's what it snooze. feels
0: like it feels like such a defeat oh yeah. because i'm like oh my gosh i succame. is that the is that a word succane
1: <laughs> i don't think so <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> i succumbed
1: <laughs> she just bro
0: it's <laughs> even worse yeah what the hell <laughs> what the hell <laughs> exactly exactly why my podcast is named this because there will be times out where of pocket you would, yeah it's a little out of pocket but i mean i don't mean to be it's just like who i am
1: just built like that yeah exactly it's all good but um, um yeah definitely um just you know, starting to plan your routine out. And then first thing, don't snooze the alarm. Get out of bed. I pray if you're not religious, you know, just run, do something, get active first thing in the morning to where you don't get back in that bed. I set my – so I have two alarms. I set one is a – It's a circadian rhythm alarm. So it's just light. It's no sound. And I usually just get up to the sound, but I have my phone on my desk to where I have to get up and go snooze it, you know, or go turn it off. Yeah, it's like ghosts. It's where I get up. Yeah. But usually my body wakes up to the light, but if not, I have that. So that's your first one. Make your bed. That's the second one. Yes. And then have all your other things. Like I have a written journal where I write everything out and I keep it with me throughout the day and get your your stuff done. That's going to move the needle. Yeah.
0: Quality guy right here, guys. Thanks. (laughs) okay faith is a powerful force and I know you've touched upon about how faith has moved you like throughout your journey can you tell us about a time when your faith intersected with your journey of self-improvement and how did that help you through a challenging period
1: yeah so I think this is more recent um, Perfect. I love reset. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so I've been I've been into the self improvement space for like, I don't know, like a year and a half, two years now. Same. Maybe three. Kind of like freshman years when it first started and continually you grow, you know. But uh my, my faith life kinda of drastically increased um about, you know, half a year ago, maybe a year ago. And uh that's kinda of when it, you know, they kinda of intertwined a little bit. But my intentions changed, I guess. Cause what were well, your
0: intentions at first? Initially,
1: you know, not just
0: be so honest. Yeah, I didn't. Just I mean, be unfiltered. I'm not gonna
1: say I wanted to be Andrew Tate, but I just, I just wanted to be the most alpha, best, like not, like not even like toxic masculine guy. Just like I just wanted to be the best man for myself. Just because, yeah, like, like the best version. Just because, like, yeah. I mean, my intentions are good, but not, not pertaining to God you know what I mean like I wanted to be like the best just for my own status and then while improving myself I mean it definitely helped helped in my faith life because I already had that discipline you know I already had already had discipline from working out from waking up from from journaling from doing all this so when it came to my faith life and I went on this mission trip I saw these people that like they made me look terrible when it came to self-improvement because like they were already so disciplined in their faith life that it translated translated everywhere in their life. You know, no, it's like crazy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say a name, but he goes to UL, bro. Awesome, like he's literally David Goggins of the faith. Like, <laughs> like bro, like it's crazy the amount of things he do he does is awesome. And like, well,
0: now I'm curious. You're gonna have to tell me after.
1: I will. And uh, no, he's he's a great role model to me and a great friend and. The things that he does is not for himself; it's for God. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's everything he's doing. He told me something really cool one time. We were talking, and he was like, "Yeah, like I used to be obsessed with David Goggins. He loved David. Goggins. He said he almost made him an idol, which we don't realize that we make a lot of things idols. Yes. Um, and he was like, you know, it came to a point where I had to cut off all the of David Goggins content, and then I decided wow. instead of instead of wanting to be like David Goggins, I just wanted to be a saint. And I was like. That's sick, bro. Like that's yeah. really cool. No, that is really. And uh, cool. yes, yeah, so, like he's super disciplined in his faith life, and it translates everywhere. He, I mean, he runs a tons of tons of miles a day. He works out. He does all that. You know what I mean? But it's not for himself. It's ultimately for God.
0: Don't you just like love people who you can just like see Jesus in? Yeah, it's like, awesome. Like they just emulate. That is a word, right? Emulate. Emulate. Yeah. They just emulate Jesus, and those are my favorite types of people because I feel like it's so in a world that's like so filled with so much like negativity lately it's hard to find the light and like if you can just be the light for somebody else like whether that's just saying hello to somebody at the gas station maybe actually don't do that i don't
1: know (laughs) gas station around here might be a little (laughs) yeah
0: no maybe don't do that maybe Uh, if it's like a racetrack or something like by the uh, person in front of you like like
1: froyo if you're with people you know. Yeah,
0: use your discretion. Yeah. Um, don't be silly and get caught in a bad situation. Situation. Thank you for the finishing my sentence because I was going to say a poor choice word. But anyways, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But um, roadblocks, I think I just hit one. So we all hit roadblocks, Jason. Can you share an experience where you face a significant setback and how did your faith keep you going? Like a specific story, like anything what, like, sticks out to you?
1: Okay. Let's think. <sighs> hmm. I'm having a roadblock in my head.
0: That's me, too. <laughs>
1: Would you like to share one first?
0: A roadblock whenever I struggled with a setback? Yeah. Um, yeah, so for me, personally, I feel like my roadblock is myself because I have a tendency to self-sabotage mm. and – um Like whenever things are going either good or bad for me, I might start being like, "Mm, I don't know what's going on. Like, is this like actually supposed to happen? And then I'll start questioning it. And then I'll be like, wait, is this actually happening for me? Like analysis paralysis. Mm. I will do that whole thing. And I feel like I'm trying to think of a particular instance
1: whenever. I think I'm the same way. Like. self-sabotage too.
0: Do you, I don't, I don't even, like, I can't, I feel like I can't break out of it, and it's hard, because, like, I feel like it kind of controls me, like, self-sabotaging.
1: Yeah, uh, I think. Well,
0: maybe not controls me,
1: but, like. No, yeah, I think, I think that kind of stems from, like, uh, you're not super confident in w- what you're doing is exactly right, you know what I mean? It's not, you're not always going to be doing amazing. Yeah,
0: like, I have a lot of self-doubt, because yeah, self-doubt. I don't know what I want to do with my life, because mm-hmm. I'm not. I switched my major like so many times my roadblock was whenever I've switched colleges I went to LSU and then I hit a roadblock like towards the end of the year because I was just like I don't want to pay for college anymore like what am I doing <laughs> like because I went to LSU and I was having to pay for everything because it wasn't like you're not getting I'm not getting the big girl scholarships at LSU I got them at UL but like not at LSU and so I was there and I was just like this is hard like being in a like trying to be an adult I don't know how to do this I think I want to go back (laughs) go back home and I think that like coming back home like the place that I always wanted to leave was like such a like slap in the face almost because Mm -hmm. I was like I literally like wanted to leave like what am I yeah like why like why am I coming back like Mm -hmm. what what is going on and I think that was a big Thing for me that was like a kind of like a I don't want to say a setback because like I obviously came back for a reason And I don't regret that but I think at the time the way I was seeing it I was seeing it as like something that was setting me back because I Started there and yeah. then I left and it was like I was kind of like taking a right step back, back where you were yeah. yeah, like I was leveling down not mm-hmm. leveling up
1: mm-hmm. 100% Yeah, I mean I agree um, I, I have a lot of analysis paralysis too like something will be going good for me and uh, I'll think oh you know this this could be better it's not as far as it should be so I'm just gonna stop uh, that's kind of like like TikTok like, I did TikTok this summer and uh it blew up a little bit because I was at the beach and working on the beach. I kind of did day in the life. So, you know, people like to see that. And then I came back to Lafayette and I was like, well, all I was was the beach. You know, no one liked me for me. Or they just liked the beach. So then I just never made videos again. And I feel like that was pretty big self-sabotage. Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Reverse. You said you stopped making vi- Like, is that why you stopped making videos this semester?
1: Yeah, I, I have been really busy, but that's, that, that's like another excuse. You know, like I could make videos. I really could. Jason. Yeah. And I probably no. will.
0: Whoa. Whoa 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 the the subliminal self dep it's the subliminal self deprecating for me. You are better than that. We yeah. you you post TikTok videos. Post your TikTok videos, yeah. Jason. I look forward to your chest and try days. <laughs> I like to see you doing freaking one ninety five chest fly is that what it's chest flying chest press whatever he he's strong like we all want to see it yeah why don't you think that why
1: it's just like a self-doubt thing because i I like to be real with myself you know but then i also like to be optimistic and it's hard to be both you know it's hard to be a realist and optimistic no i feel Uh, like i'm stuck in the middle one one of my best friends i was just with him he's the hugest optimist i know and uh i mean he rubs off on me a lot so that that's been coming back lately i've been real optimistic and uh so i think that's kind of why i'm merging back into wanting to create and stuff like that. Because, I mean, I've always been real creative. You know, playing soccer was was my form of creativity. You know, you you can go into a game and really anything can happen. And -hmm. that's exciting. So it's kind of the same thing with, like, making TikToks. Like, you know, I could really make this go any way I wanted. I I can make the video however however I want, you know. Mm -hmm. I thought that was awesome. So that's kind of where I express my creativity. And, like, in school, you know, you kind of structure it. So you don't really have any creative access and stuff like that. And uh, so, yeah, I feel like that's definitely the self-sabotage that, that I do. It's like, I don't think I'm doing good enough whenever in reality I am. If I just keep pursuing it, you know, it'll work out. So I think that's what it is. It's like I'm consistent and then I'll just stop because I think it's not worth it, even even if other people think it's good. You do know?
0: you struggle with comparison?
1: Um, you know, I, I'm not huge into uh, like comparing, comparing myself to others, like, but – every once in a while it kind of does creep in you know it's not like an obsession i have but sometimes yeah of course i mean i'm gonna that's why i kind of i deleted all my socials uh as far as like scrolling on tiktok and uh, i have a time limit on snapchat and instagram but i I don't really go on instagram it's more so snapchat just to keep up with my friends you know but uh so i don't really scroll on tiktok or anything like that because that's when the comparison will come in it's like i'm constantly seeing these people that like post same same type of content as i do like kind of look like I do, you know, and then I'm like, oh, well, I'm not special because there's plenty of people like me, you know?
0: Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the thing that a lot of us fall to, like, especially I feel like, oh, whoa. <laughs> 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 people our age, sorry, my mic just, I just slapped my mic by accident. Um, I feel like a lot of people our age, like 20s, you don't really know what's going on with your life. Like I feel like a lot of people in their twenties are kind of just like going through it. Yeah. If that's accurate, I don't know. But I think also like I just wanna like commend you. I know I've done that like so much this episode. <laughs> but um commending you how like you were so open about talking about like your faith life and stuff and I think that's really inspiring because like a lot of people aren't proud of it. And I think that's I think you like wear it very nicely on your sleeve because mm-hmm. you are proud of that. Yeah. And I think that's something that is very awesome to see because I think sometimes it's it's easy to like I guess go back to the way that the world is and like yeah
1: succumb to the culture Suc- yeah succumb <laughs> <laughs>
0: what the hell
1: succumb to the culture yeah. succumb
0: to the culture like I think I definitely do you feel like you do that, Jason? I feel like I do.
1: Yeah, every every once in a while, yeah, but uh, I'm in a good uh, situation with uh, UL. Uh, I park right across from a Catholic church on campus, so I'm like always there. It just works out like that, you know, as God's plan, and that's actually a funny story. The reason why I kind of came back to my faith, uh, I say came back, but like I never really left it. I just didn't practice very virtuously, you know, I wouldn't really pray. i maybe go to Sunday mass, skip every once in a while. Like, you know, it was just kind of cultural Catholicism. Like right. I say I'm Catholic, so I go every once in a while. But, but now, you know, I pray, pray every day and, you know, I'm intentional about it. Yeah. Um, but, So I was uh, on campus and I bring my meal prep because I'm big into working out and bodybuilding stuff like that. And I could not find a microwave anywhere. So I was like, (laughs) I just need a microwave. I don't care where it's Oh, you went to Wisdom, didn't you? Go to Wisdom, I find a microwave in there. So I'm in there nonstop. Like constantly microwaving my chicken and rice, my chicken I'm and sure. rice, yeah. <laughs> and uh so I, I love I, that chicken and yeah, rice. Yeah, so I had some mutual friends in there, and then they kind of got me back into my faith, and then went, to, went on a mission trip with them, and you know, it's a, funny how that happened. It's been a journey, yeah. The gains brought me back to God, so
0: yeah. The gains. It's funny how the gains and God go hand in hand. Oh, together. definitely the
1: discipline for both.
0: Because if you like let if you can let them like go hand in hand, like I I know you mentioned working out. Can you tell like that's a big part of like. Both of us, I think, mm-hmm. and that's also a big reason why I feel like I relate to you because Jason has also, like, kind of taught me not too much, but, I mean, during the <laughs> summer whenever I'd see him at the gym, I'd be like, Jason, I need more back workouts. Like, give me some. So, I mean, some of my back workouts, some of my back gains I owe to Jason. Thanks. But, um, yeah, how do you feel like – how has, like, the your workout jo- journey also intertwined with your um, self-improvement but faith journey as well
1: yeah so frankly I feel like it's probably been the baseline of it all I mean I would like to say that my faith life faith life was like my friends but not nah, working out probably to me it set the set the tone for everything and it really started out with playing sports in high school yeah um, soccer soccer yeah I was really into soccer and then after that I, I got my dad's been into working out my whole life so I've been in the gym since I was like 12 but like I really got into it when I was like 16 or 17. And so my discipline, you know, I've been been going six, seven days a week since I've been like 15. So that's just kind of been ingrained in me. Yeah, it's a lot. And like if I don't do it, it just – I feel wrong, you know what I mean? So from that, I kind of – that same type of feeling that I get from the gym just accomplished, you know, I started kind of feeling with self-improvement. So like if if I'd wake up five days in a row, not snooze my alarm, make my bed, journal, and then have a great day – you know and, and listen to a podcast I don't, I don't really listen to music i just i do podcasts um sometimes with the l <laughs> sometimes yeah
0: sometimes, sometimes every friday maybe
1: every friday um, and then uh you know i just try to learn you know just instead of just tuning out everything and listening to music i mean music's great i do it every once in a while but you could in those 20 minutes of school you could learn you could i listen to the bible in a year every morning I and also do, but Father I'm Mike slacking. I'm,
0: I've am i been slacking. Day
1: 309 oh nine. I'm or Wait, yeah. that's so weird because mine yeah.
0: literally like autocorrected, not autocorrected, like Bluetooth in my car to like day 305. And I was like, I'm not here yet. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, I guess that's God reminding me to like go back to listen yeah. to my Bible in a year because I'm on like the... In, like, the middle where they're just talking about, like, all of the names. Oh, and numbers. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm...
1: And see, that takes discipline to listen through. No, it. it does
0: take discipline because, like, I'm... I listened... I was doing super good with it for about hundred like f- six days. But then, I don't know, I... I don't know what happened. I've just been slacking. But I did listen to it yesterday, but I didn't listen to it today. So
1: And the crazy thing about that is, like, you miss a few days and it's like, oh, it's not even worth going back to it, you know? And that, that I, I didn't complete it last year because, like, I got, like, three days behind. And I, was, I feel like, like
0: I'm being called out.
1: I was like, man, I can't make all those days up. And, you know, that's, that's the devil. Next no, but that's you. not
0: the truth. The truth is, like, you can. Pick it right back yeah, up. Yeah, literally, you know? like, I've missed, like, so many days, but, like, I'm still going and back.
1: I think a big thing in everything was talked about is you don't look at it as I have to do this. You get to do this. You get to do it. And I think
0: that was like a big mindset mindset shift for me was I was able to start looking at things like I get to go to school. I get to have an education like I gratitude
1: is gratitude is a baseline. Yeah. Like I get to go
0: to college. I don't not everyone has the opportunity to do that not everyone has the opportunity to like have a job or Mm -hmm. go spend a summer away like that yeah that was like something huge for me because I I feel like I Jason said he changed a lot I changed a lot like if you knew who I was six months ago like in your last conversation was like in March you don't know like I'm not the same person I was and like that's not to say that I'm like A better person now or a worse person It's just saying like within a time frame, like if you set your mind to it and your mindset shift, you can grow so much. Mm -hmm. And I feel like during that time away, like I was just able to come to so much, like learn so much about myself. And honestly, like I feel like I spent so much time alone. Like, do you feel like you spent do you feel like you like spending time alone? Like, does that have a impact like negative or positive on you like on oh, your self-improvement journey like 100 um, percent. speak on that yeah so speak on loneliness whew, for a second
1: man, that. i'll be honest uh like since i dated a girl like uh, freshman year of uh college like first semester of freshman year i haven't had a real serious girlfriend since and uh kind of out there but i've been absent for quite a while like going on two years you know same yeah and uh that, that's been intentional because um I feel like it's a like I really wish I would save myself for marriage you know that's something that I, I really truly wish I could have done and that's not saying I regret anything but you know I've learned a lot since you know and uh I feel like I truly would like to give my my whole self to my wife you know and commit my whole that's self. that's how I feel too yeah and so I feel like the loneliness has kind of been you know loneliness as in like not having a romantic partner not right. as in like I'm I'm not lonely you know I have I have friends I have God you know what I mean I have plenty of things but like loneliness in the manner of like I'm intentionally choosing to not have a partner until I have the partner that I want to be with in marriage you yes. know what I mean because like you know there's a lot of hookup culture and stuff like that and
0: what do I, you think about that I'm not
1: into that at all same I think is, uh, high
0: five I mean fist bump
1: I think that's very uh shallow you know same um and this isn't like shaming anyone. No, I've no, but I mean honestly, that, like you know? I've definitely like, and I felt more lonely. That it, it hasn't helped, you know what I no, mean? No, like, like
0: I've definitely struggled with it too. Like it's not. I
1: think that was the that was the the low point. The low point, yeah. So, like, you know, giving into things like that, and then you feel even more lonely. And then that was when I was like, you know what, I got to go back to God, man. Like I felt so like so shallow and so like you know.
0: Yeah, it makes you like question yourself.
1: Yeah, and then – so I'll just go back to more what you were saying. Like, being alone, does it help or hurt self-improvement? To me, it definitely helps because I, I have friends, but they have their time and place, you know. Exactly. And I have I have a lot of lonely time, you know. Like, I'll, uh, my mornings are, are for myself before school, you know. I get up real early. Uh, some days – most I say, like, three or four days of the week, I'll get up around 4, 4.30 and, you know, get up, make your breakfast – have your self time listen to a podcast maybe journal a little bit and then I'll head to the gym and then I have my headphones in but music's not playing it's just it's just thoughts you know like I'm just to myself you know you, you it, go to the
0: gym with your headphones on but you don't have anything playing
1: no <laughs> yeah I do that pretty often wait you do yeah I do that. why do you do why um uh, because I mean what's a lot the point of w-
0: having headphones then
1: so no one really talks to me I like to talk I do but that's a problem I like to talk so much that I keep my headphones in so no one's like you know constantly stopping me or anything yeah and then like I have that's a lot so of valid. thoughts in the morning like like I, like I said I mean I'll wake up and I'll journal and stuff and that, that journal gets my mind going. So right. I, like I'm constantly thinking about things. And, I mean, this could be school, this could be self-improvement, this could be God, it could be anything, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like that time to decompress by yourself is, is really good. You it's know? so
0: important, especially like, you like in your twenties. Yeah. Especially in your twenties, because I feel like it's so idolized to be in a relationship at our age. Like that's constantly what we're being consumed with. And like, I don't want to say that i'm bitter but like honestly sometimes like whenever you're seeing it you're exposed to being like to relationships constantly like you can start to feel bitter about like people being happy
1: yeah 100%. I, and i'm
0: like what the like i don't what the hell i don't want to be i don't want to be upset with other people for their happiness but like when is it my turn you know no 100 percent. and i, I feel like that, that was my mindset for a long time like when is it my turn i'm tired of waiting but now like I'm to, so content like with being single and I'm like do I even like am I don't even know if I want to be in a relationship right now because like I'm so like mm. in tune with God and like I don't want to be I don't want to like I want to keep growing with myself
1: yeah and I mean my mindset about that is when it's ha- when it happens, it's supposed to happen. Yeah, you know? I think so, I need
0: to be more like that.
1: So I'm not, I'm not like, I'll go on dates with people, but that'll be it. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not going to go home with you. Like, I'm not going to do none of that. We're, we probably won't even kiss, you know, the first few times if I don't like you or if it doesn't feel wholesome. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yes. I, I don't want it to feel forced. Um, but I'll definitely, like, I definitely put myself out there because, like, you're never going to find the the right one if you never try. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. If you never put in that effort, you're like, like oh you're god just has someone for me every single day. Yeah, but then again, you don't see me out all the time at, at the bars looking for girls, cause it's like, oh God, has my girls somewhere out there? Yeah. No, I'll, I'll go play pickleball. I'll go do this. Go do that. <laughs> I'll go to church. You know what I mean? No, you can't usually find them in church. Sometimes they might be a little crazy in church. Yeah. Sometimes they might be awesome. You know what I mean?
0: No, it's hard to find. Yeah. In church it's, because you're not be gonna be like, anywhere. ayo, like let me let Show me hold you. your hand like while we're doing yeah. the like oh, what are they like hold your hands when everyone whenever you <laughs> whenever our father. Like, no like bled or whenever you. Why am I like dapping myself up? I know what you're talking about. Whenever you shake other people's hands, oh, like yeah. whenever you didn't get to shake you. the pretty girl's hand, that's like a way of flirting. Yeah. I, but like to, I
1: like to put myself out there in in other ways. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I mean, I'm not saying I almost slide <laughs> slide on someone's <laughs> DMs every once in a while, but <laughs> we've all done that. It's but, okay. Yeah, you're not gonna see me at Nighttown every Saturday looking Night for town my. Nighttown is a for is like my this.
0: Nighttown is if you're not like if you're not from our small little southern Lafayette area. Yeah, if you're not from here, um, <laughs> what would you say? Like, give Nighttown three words.
1: Um. Underage, <laughs> 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 the majority of people there.
0: Okay, <laughs> underage. Um, number two. So, uh,
1: I mean, I think it's like dirty. I'm not gonna judge them, man. Like I had my, I had a great time there when I was younger. You know what I mean? But uh, now it's not my, my time to shine over there. No,
0: same. <laughs> it's not mine either. So I would yeah. just say underage, dirty, and. <laughs>
1: that's really any bar downtown. Trap you know? music, that's bad. Trap it. music, yeah,
0: but. I know you say like you're not in the bar scene anymore, and like you're not, you don't. Yeah, that, that's
1: not dissing it though. No, because, no, no, like, no, no, no. I have friends that go to corner bar, and there's nothing wrong with that. But like, I, I don't really like to drink, you know. And yeah, I want more of like to, yeah. a upsetting. Up you kind of talk and stuff like that. It's not really like dancing and stuff like that. And uh, I, I went there a few times last semester, but I haven't been out and you know since we went to mcguire's during the summer but that was like a restaurant where they have a live band and that was fun that was a real good time yeah um and i I love having fun times but it's like i'm not gonna put myself in a situation where i'm gonna feel forced to do something bad you know what i mean like i'm gonna like all my friends are drinking and yeah i'm gonna have discipline to not drink either but so
0: like whenever you say you don't drink like so what is the reasons that you don't drink
1: yeah, uh, for me personally, it started off because uh, I'm naturally, naturally I'm a skinny guy. Like when I was uh, in high school, you know, I weighed like 130 pounds now I'm like 185. So I've gained some weight, but I've only gained that weight because uh, I stopped drinking like my freshman freshman year of college because I couldn't put on any weight. The more alcohol I drink, like my gains, I would work out perfect for a week, diet perfect and then drink on the weekend and I wouldn't gain any weight. It's so like it was basically like mine al- was
0: the exact exact opposite. Alcohol, so alcohol much, is pretty
1: bad, pretty bad for gains. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, you can put on weight drinking beer and stuff because it's a lot of carbs, but the alcohol yeah. itself it kills your gains. So that was like the first reason. And then I stopped drinking because whenever I would drink, I would drink to get drunk. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't drink because I like the taste. Because I'll be honest, there's not a drink that I like taste of. I really don't like anything. Like I would go drink. I don't like beer. I would just take tequila shots. And Mm -hmm. it's just to get there, you know, just to just to feel good,
0: just to feel something. Yeah.
1: And so I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. Like if if you truly like like how something tastes like you like old fashioned, go have an old fashioned, you know, in moderation, it's not bad. But if you're drinking just to get drunk like I was, then I don't really see a point of it. Yeah, there's no benefits. I'm not like something I would say to people was like, why are you not drinking? Because it doesn't benefit me. What benefits me? You know what I mean, like none of this is going to help me at all. And I, mean, I don't
0: think there's anything wrong with not drinking at all and I also don't think there is anything don't wrong Don't shame with, your friends if they don't yeah, drink. Yeah, and I also <laughs> don't think there isn't anything wrong with like drinking in moderation, but I mean also But
1: also friends, don't shame your friends yeah. for drinking if you did too. Like you can't be a hypocrite. No, about
0: don't it. do that. Because yeah, both ways are not yeah, yeah. What he said? So Jason, being authentic is vital. Can you can you just Tell me about a time whenever you have experienced, like, auth- <laughs>
1: I thought you were going to say, feel like you're an imposter, because that, that's happened to me a lot. Yeah. Like not being that, authentic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we'll go with
0: that, actually. That sounds yeah. better than what I was going to say. I've
1: had imposter syndrome a lot.
0: Can you tell me, like, talk about that?
1: Yeah. So, it uh mainly, you know, I was I was pre-dental my first three years of college, and I've always. Uh,
0: Why did I think you were biology?
1: I, I was biology, biology pre dental. That was my bachelor's, oh, and my my, my my focus was was pre dental. Okay, okay, okay. With my degree, you could do you know Either. go to medical school, go to whatever you would like to do. Um, I'm now pre anesthesia, pre anesthesia assistant, which is a basically a PA for anesthesia. But anyways, I was pre dental, and uh, I've never been great at school. I'd say you know I've always struggled with uh, what some people call ADHD. I, I'm not well. gonna, I'm not gonna, you know live by that. Like, I'm not saying I have ADHD, so I can't do this. I can't do that. Um, but it is true. Like, I, I really have a very hard time focusing, which a lot of people do. But anyways, um, so I've, I've never really fit in with the, the smart crowd, you know. And but I've always I've always tried very hard. That's been my my discipline. You know, my discipline's translated from everything. So my GPA has been good. You know, I can pass all these hard classes. It, it looks like I'm smart, but I've never truly felt smart. Hmm. and so when people were like they're like what's your major I'm like oh I'm biology major they're like oh you're smart huh and I'm like shaking my head both ways like no yes no yes like I can complete hard courses but I never feel that I'm smart yeah you never felt like qualified yeah like I have a lot of friends who are 4.0 and if those of you who know what the MCAT is they'll make like a 5.22 on the MCAT which is out of 5.28 so that's like 99th percentile like, yeah like smart very And these smart. are the people that I'm hanging out with every day have the same classes as and it's like I feel like I don't belong here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people people feel like that, but no one really says it. So y- y'all kind of, y'all yeah. kind of feeling like you're not supposed to be there. And then I actually opened up to one of my friends one day, and he's like, "Bro, what do you mean? Like I felt like that with you. Like you know what I mean?" He's like, "It's like it's like it's mutual." I think we have to realize that we're all kind of in the same boat. And uh, yeah, so I struggle with in, in the school manner for sure, and then definitely when it comes to social media, like posting on TikTok and stuff like that, like. I, I feel like it's hard to be authentic because a lot no, of people yeah. want to put on a show. Like e- even for this podcast, like sometimes you might feel pressured to make your voice sound a certain way. Yeah. To like not say a certain thing. me.
0: And, yeah. We literally had to record this. I don't know, like six the times because I had to get warmed up. Yeah, I literally said, I said I had to get warmed up. Like I can't like sitting in a room having like a whole conversation that's going to be like recorded and posted online is like intimidating.
1: Yeah. It's pretty scary.
0: And like, i feel like i have imposter syndrome like even creating this podcast i was like what am i doing mm-hmm. like i'm not good enough for this yeah. and you know who that was satan satan <laughs> he's everywhere and he's gonna continue to tell you to not do things because yeah you, gotta, you're you not. gotta
1: you gotta think of that cringe thing they told you when you were in like third grade you miss 100 of the shots you never take
0: they never told me that in oh they grade. didn't so we talked about a lot of important things today, Jason, and I just want to ask you, what do you think, as a listener, that you want the listener to know? Like, what is the most important things that we talked about, basically?
1: Yeah, so we, uh, we first started off talking about the routines. I think routines are, are very, very vital for your discipline, and then that le- that leads into discipline. You uh, you need to just do it. You know, use the three two one method. Like three two one. All right, let's go. Three Knock two
0: one. Get up. Make your bed. <laughs> I your didn't day. do that this morning, but starting tomorrow, I will. I will wake up. And
1: also, uh, I don't think I mentioned it. To in order to have that, you need to prepare the night before. So like maybe the night before or the afternoon before. Like
0: get your clothes ready for. Get the your clothes.
1: Yeah. So I I do that all. I get my clothes ready. I make my uh, have my planner planned out with every time of the day um i i make i put my lunchbox in a certain place i can put my meal prep in it i have my gym bag ready on, to go by my keys i have my protein shake in the, uh, the protein powder already in the blender um, i feel
0: like that's honestly such a form of self-care because like oh, you're just awesome. setting yourself up yeah the, like the, you're the doing good habits for yeah. yourself and like doing those little habits is like putting like depositing happy little moments for yourself in a bank that are just like doing good things for yourself Mm -hmm. so like how can you not love yourself whenever you're doing all these good things i look
1: at how can i make tomorrow easier on myself to do the things that are required to do to improve you know what i mean
0: that was so how can i say that again
1: (laughs) how can i make things easier on myself tomorrow to do the things that i need to do in order to improve
0: yeah so what he just did we need to do that we need to i need to like put that in my in my mirror and like record that <laughs> for the rest of my life.
1: All right. What, what else would you say is important that we talked about?
0: I think also being intentional. I think that was a big one that you mentioned, like making sure that you're going in with the right mindset about things. And I feel like also knowing that you are not alone in your struggles. And that has been a common theme in all of my episodes that I've tried to touch on that the feeling of, like, everyone is going through it together silently, but, like, nobody's going to say it and, like, who's going to be the one to say it. Some some people might just never say it, and that's okay. But the point is, like, knowing that you are not alone and, like, feeling isolated or feeling stuck or lost or, like, you don't know what's going on with your life or you don't have any direction. And I just know that, like, knowing that you are not alone in that struggle always helps me. And I think that you mentioned that, and that could also help somebody else too
1: 100 percent, yeah 100 um yeah guys and just definitely uh definitely make sure you're living intentionally and you're living with love you know and uh if you're faithful make sure everything you're doing is with the right intent to please god and not ourselves because ultimately that that's what makes you happy amen
0: you know? yep Well, thank you, Jason, for coming on this episode. Hopefully, fingers crossed, the mic doesn't go out. Um, (laughs) If it does, I'm going to cry for the second time because Peyton's mic went out. But yeah, I hope you had fun on this episode. Thank you guys for listening. And do you have anything else to say?
1: No, thank you so much for having me. I had a great time.
0: Of course. Well, with that, stay sexy, stay savage, and stay tuned for another episode every week on fridays called what the l peace (laughs) love you bye